Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode one of SV Buzz, the weekly show that brings you all the buzz you need to know about Silicon Valley. So in this show, I give a report about startups, investors, companies, funds, and all that jazz from this week. So although the information in this episode is from January 15th through the 19th, episode two will be out Friday or Saturday, and that will be covering today of this recording, so January 22nd through the 26th, so stay tuned for that. All right, let's get into the deets. So starting off with high-profile people. According to TMZ, Elon Musk was at a L.A. dance club uh, Saturday night. Um, interesting. Okay, anything else? No. That's all that really happened. No one else knows anything else about that. We don't know if he went in there to get a drink of water or to use the bathroom or to dance. I don't know. But that's about all we know. Musk tweeted this weekend that the Tesla 3 will have more features controlled by voice command. So this this should be a sign to everyone everywhere that cars are going to be in the future controlled by your voice. All right, Tesla, turn left. Turning left. All right, put your blinker on now. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be that detailed, but I can assure you that, um, you know, car autonomy, that's that's in the next, you know, 10 years. Next 10 years is going to be like the gold rush, but, you know, autonomous driving. All right, moving on to Sheryl Sandberg and Jack Dorsey. They are both stepping down from the board at Disney due to conflict of interest relating to the video and entertainment side of the uh, three businesses, so to speak. So Disney, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, Bloomberg has more on that story. I'm sure you guys have heard of the Waymo versus Uber uh, case. Um, the I guess the, the, the focal point of, of that entire case, you know, there was a guy named Anthony Lewandowski. He used to work for Waymo if I remember correctly, and he uh, stole some of their uh, their trade secrets, and he used that to create a um, autonomous driving car startup. I think it was a trucking startup. And Uber acquired that company for $600 million, as well as, of course, the technology with it. And then Uber started using that technology <clears throat> for their own uh, for their own cars. Then Waymo said Anthony Lewandowski stole their trade secrets. And, of course, Anthony Lewandowski now works for Uber, so Uber is in the thick of it. And now they're in a fight between who owns what, who stole what. Typical uh, startup court case. So, anyways, Anthony Lewandowski's former nanny is coming out and claiming that the former Uber engineer has stolen more trade secrets. So I don't know if this is the, these are these are these are the same trade secrets from Waymo, um, or it could be a new set of trade secrets. But uh, can't wait to see where this leads to. Wired has an article explaining more um, of this uh, this case in detail. John Chambers, the former CEO of Cisco, has launched a new venture capital firm called JC2 Ventures that he's self-funding with his son John 
I can't imagine where JC comes from. Probably his name, John Chambers. Interesting. Ego is important, guys. Ego is important. No, I'm just kidding. All right, moving on to Monique Woodward. Uh, she was the first black partner at the venture firm 500 Startups, uh, which was founded by Dave McClure. And of course, if you guys know anything about Dave McClure, he's a famous investor in the Valley, but he was also um, involved in some sexual harassment cases and scandals. And so he he left uh, uh, 500 Startups a while ago. And uh, Monique Woodward is leaving the firm, but she is staying in venture capital. Monique Woodward, uh, best of luck in your future ventures. No pun intended. And the last person on this list is Michael Moritz. So Michael Moritz is a legendary Sequoia Capital investor. And he made headlines for basically saying that people in Silicon Valley are lazy. Uh, He said this after coming back from China where people are working from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Of course, China has a very you know, different type of government than we do. And uh, it's it's not cool, Michael. Because you're an investor, and you've been an investor for a very long time, meaning that you have not understood what it's like to start a company for a very long time. You haven't been in the trenches. You haven't been on the ramen salary. All right, you have, you're probably a billionaire by now, but um, you have a cush lifestyle. All right, the people working their butts off trying to start a company, already work more than 12 hours a day. They're they're usually working like 80 to 100 hours a week as a startup founder. So so no need to come come with that, uh, that crap at us, okay? Just leave us alone. All right, moving on to new funds. So, so this section of the report is going to talk about, of course, new funds, the amounts in the funds, and what the funds will be used for. So, uh, speaking of Sequoia Capital, they just uh, closed a new fund of $180 million, which is, it's it's not that much, but it's still a good amount of money. Um, you know, most funds in the Silicon Valley right now are raising about a billion uh, or $500 million, so 180 is not that much for a fund, but hey, it's still a lot of money. And this new fund is called Sequoia Scout 3. And it's focused on exclusively um, investing in seed stage uh, companies. So anywhere between the $1 million to $4 million range, $5 million range. Although I've, see, I've seen some seed investments up to like $8 million, um, which is a lot. And it's not to say that it's, you know, it's, it's rare, but uh, yeah. So they'll be making seed investments directly into companies and They'll be relying on their scout network. And their scout network is comprised of founders uh, and execs to help them identify new companies to invest in. So if you want to be a scout for Sequoia, good luck. You have to know people on the inside. Uh, and, and and I'm assuming these founders and execs who are in the scout um, network are people that have worked for Sequoia-backed companies or... Um, in the founder's case, they they had Sequoia Capital invested in them. So moving on to AngelList, it's a platform for companies to hire talent and find investors. They launched a uh, a syndicates program for India. 
So they've been doing a syndicus program here in the U.S. for a while now. Or it's about a year, year and a half, two years. And basically the syndicate program uh, is hosted or it's it's put on by um, an investor on AngelList. And then a bunch of people throwing money into this pot. And then the guy in charge of the pot invests into startups on behalf of the other people who threw the money in the pot. So uh, it's super cool. And India now has access to that. So congrats, Angelist, for making that happen for other countries. So now we're moving on to funding for startups. This is the section of the report where I talk about startups that receive funding from who and for what and for how much and what they do. So let's uh, let's jump into it. Pony AI, which was founded in 2016, they just closed their Series A funding round of $112 million. That's quite a lot for a Series A. Most Series A are, you know, anywhere between like 5 and $20 million. You know, I, I, say, I say these numbers like it's nothing, but, you know, it really is something. So $112 million, that's a lot. So Morningside Venture Capital and Legend Capital, they co-led the round. Uh, with the remaining investors being uh, Puha Capital, Legend Star, DCM Ventures, Sequoia Capital, IDG Capital Partners, Polaris Capital Group, Comcast Ventures. Yes, Comcast does have a venture arm. Silicon Valley Future Capital. They were the remaining investors in that uh, that round. And Pony AI, they are working on autonomous driving technology. And they are based in Fremont. The next company is Bidgely, I think... I think I butchered that. B-I-D-G-L. Bidgely? Bidgely? Anyways, that word means electricity in Hindi, which is very interesting. Did not know that. And they were founded six years ago. And they just closed their $27 million uh, in series, uh, series C round. So Georgian Partners led the round with Constellation Technology Ventures. E-On... NOG Venture Capital and Coast Law Ventures participating with them. So they're a SaaS-based service, and they apply machine learning to utility meter data to itemize the amount and cost of energy used by various home appliances, and then they sell that data to utility companies. Very interesting. And they are based out of Mountain View. Next company is Nianza, Nianza, and they've been around for four and a half years. And they closed their $15 million Series B. And the lead investor on that was Intel Capital. Like, you know, like the chip maker, Intel Capital. uh, With Formation 8 as the follow-on investor. And they are based out of Palo Alto. And they do wired and wireless data analytics. So, data is still big and it will always be big. Because the world runs on data. Circle... CI, a seven-year-old San Francisco-based continuous integration and delivery platform, raised $31 million in Series C funding led by top-tier capital partners. And the other investors in the round were Industry Ventures, Heavy Bit, Scale Venture Partners, Baseline Ventures, Harrison Metal and DFJ Ventures. DFJ Ventures is a pretty uh, big firm um, here in the Valley. Pretty well known. All right, Uber. So Uber's huge, as we all know. And uh, they've been in the news a lot 
But they just closed their latest round of funding for $1.2 billion from SoftBank. And uh, I'm assuming it's from the SoftBank, I think it's called the Vision Fund, where they have $100 billion. And they're just investing billions of dollars into the companies. So props to you, SoftBank, for coming up with that money. So this makes SoftBank the largest shareholder in the company. The company is now valued around $48 billion, which is actually lower than its previous valuation of $69 billion. It's a lot of billions off. Good discount. So the SoftBank CEO, Rajiv Misra, said in a statement, Uber has a very bright future under its new leadership. And he's talking about the new CEO, uh, Dara. I, f- I forget his last name, but... He used to be the uh, CEO of Expedia. He said, uh, Uber has a very bright future under its new leadership. It is now part of, uh, of a wider SoftBank network ranging from Sprint to WeWork. I look forward to SoftBank helping Uber become an even bigger global success. Fun fact, so in, the, in, this, in this deal, Travis Kalanick, he was the uh, former CEO, and he's, he's still the founder, one of the co-founders of Uber. He sold... 30% of his shares and he banked around a billion dollars. So congrats Travis, well done. Apartment List. This is a 6-year-old company that offers a platform for landlords and renters and they raised their Series C of 50 million dollars. And the round was led by Passport Capital. The other investors in the round were Industry Ventures, Matrix Partners, Quantum Partners, Allen and & Company, and Canaan Partners. And uh, the company is based in SF. The next company on the list is Bab Labs, a year-old San Jose company. And they just raised their $4 million seed round. The round was led by Cog- Cognit Ventures. And the follow-on investors included Jerry Yang. Fun fact, he was the co-founder of Yahoo!, Harvey Jones, John Hennessy, Kurt Kuser, and James Hogan. And Bab Labs is doing speech processing. Very cool. Guys, I'm telling you, audio. Audio and autonomous driving. And, of course, big data. Baffle is a two-year-old company based in Santa Clara, and they just raised a $6 million Series A. Envision Ventures led the round with participation from Industry Ventures, Engineering Capital, ServiceNow Ventures, Tom Vest Ventures and True Ventures. So and and Baffle is a content protecting platform. So they what they do is essentially um, do data encryption in the cloud. So like AWS, Azure, which is Microsoft's version of cloud, and then Google Cloud. Birch, which is a two and a half year old company based in San Francisco, they just raised their one million dollar seed round. Congrats, Birch. It's a big milestone. The round was led by AGP Miami with participation from Kevin Johnson, Mike Zimmerman, Darren Cook, and Craig Carroll. And Birch is democratizing credit card rewards by helping consumers maximize rewards with every purchase. Interesting. Very cool. C3 IoT. And for those wondering, IoT, that's used a lot um, everywhere in a lot of... uh, companies and topics and whatnot. IoT stands for Internet of Things. So next time you hear IoT, it's Internet of Things. 
So C3IoT, a seven-year-old company located in Redwood City, they just raised their $100 million round of funding. So this isn't uh, like a Series A, B, or C, or D. It's just uh, a round of funding. So I, I, I looked for the, the type of round. It was, it was just a, a private equity uh, round of funding. And the lead investor for this monster chunk of change is TPG Growth. And TPG, I think they're based in Austin, Texas. Or they, they have offices all over the world, but um, they're based in SF and Austin. And yeah. And other investors in this round were, funny enough, U2. Anyone know U2 or listen to them? Uh, great band. U2 singer Bono. Bono? Bono? Whatever. Movie mogul Jeff Skoll, Briar Capital, Sutter Hill, Pat House, The Rise Fund. And its founder and CEO, Tom Seibel, also followed in on that $100 million round of funding. Carmot Therapeutics, a nine-year-old company located in San Francisco, raised their $15 million Series B. Um, the lead investor was Horizon Ventures and the Column Group. And Jerome Dahan also participated in the round. And this company is developing a type to diabetes drug which is actually really cool the next company is iris automation they are a two and a half year old company based in sf and they've raised eight million dollars in the series a bessemer venture partners led the round with participation from b partners the company is doing this is actually really cool so they're doing computer vision Okay, focused on collision avoidance for commercial drones. Yeah, that's cool. Because you have Amazon, which, of course, they're like one of the largest companies out there. And they are, as far as I know, they're they're ramping up on their drone delivery service. So, and I'm sure there are more companies that are going to be following this following along in their in their in their footsteps. So Iris Automation, they seem like a a good company to be watching out for. Who knows, they might get acquired, right? Or they'll make just a ton of money from other people trying to fly drones for commercial uses. Vero Money, a two and a half year old company based in San Francisco, raised a whopping forty five million Series B round. That's a lot for a Series B. Warburg, Pincus, and the Rise Fund were the two investors in that, and Varro does mobile banking. Sparta Science, a nine-year-old Menlo Park company, raised a $7 million Series A round, and the Playground uh, Playground Global was the sole investor in that. And Sparta Science merges technology with athletics. It's pretty cool. Their, their, their tech basically optimizes physical performance, predicts and prevents injuries and helps injured team members return to play, which is really cool. You know, I guess they'll be taking the place of uh, physical physical therapists, but who knows, they might be using them as part of their uh, platform. Roofstock, which is about to turn three years old, based out of Oakland, California. California? I don't know why I said California. We all know these are in California, so uh, yeah, they're based in Oakland, and they've added $7 million to their Series C round. And the Series C round was closed in October with $35 million under the hood. So, congrats, Roofstock. 
And the new birthday money comes from Silicon Valley Bank and property investor Asia Pacific Land. So, very cool. It's a, it's a nice birthday birthday gift. Rokeed, a three-year-old company based in San Francisco, raised $100 million in new funding. Tomasic led the round with other investors being Credit... Uh, I'm going to butcher this. Suisi? Suesi? Suese. Yeah, that one. CDIB Capital and IDG Capital. Rokid is creating in-home robots to deliver information and perform tasks via audio and visual interactions. Robots or robot AI technology. Very cool. Guys, I'm telling you, robots are going to be in everyone's homes in the next 20 years. I can guarantee it. Omni is a three-year-old company based in San Francisco. Raised $25 million from Highland Capital Partners and Ripple execs Stefan Thomas and Chris Larson. Now, fun fact. So, so when I say Ripple execs, Ripple is a is a cryptocurrency. Okay, so, so, so most of the twenty five million that they raised uh, from from Ripple from the Ripple execs was in Ripple currency. And it's, it's it's actually kind of sad, kind of funny, but uh, I think the day they raised their uh, their twenty five million dollars, and most of that being in Ripple currency, Ripple currency dropped a lot. <laughs> but but they still have some cash on hand so you know apparently they're they're okay and omni is a on-demand storage company and the last company on this list is anomaly they are a five-year-old company in redwood city and they raised a 40 million dollars series d and lumia capital led the round and they were joined by investors including deutsche telecom capital partners telstra sozo ventures GV, which is uh, Google Ventures, General Catalyst, IVP, and Paladin Capital Group. And Anomaly is developing a threat intelligence platform. So those are the companies that, I guess, I don't want to say all the companies because I'm sure there are some companies that raise like $500,000 in angel money or, you know, $1 million or, you know, $4 million. I'm sure there's companies that I missed, but... These were all the companies that I came across in my research, and they were the most, uh, I guess, well-known investments for this week. So moving on to the next portion, exits and acquisitions. So I'm going to be talking about companies that were acquired uh, or exited or which companies bought which companies. So Instacart, the food delivery service. So you go on their platform. They are uh, partnered with a ton of ton of stores, grocery stores, and then you'll just order all the food you want at that grocery store, and then they go and, you know, pick it up, and they bring it to your house and deliver it to you, and you pay a fee. Of course, you know, it wouldn't be free, right? Greatest uh, delivery service is free, but it's not. Instacart, based in SF, they acquired a Toronto-based company called Unata, and Unata connects digital touch points to personalize shoppers' experiences. Which, of course, you know, Instacart would be interested in buying them. And they bought them for about $65 million. So congrats to the uh, founders of Unata. Well, congrats, but I don't know, you know, how much equity you hold in the company. So, but still, nice outcome. Coinbase, the white-hot cryptocurrency exchange wallet. 
so basically Coinbase, you know, allows you to see, um, you know, the price of Bitcoin, and I think they have Litecoin, maybe Altcoin, I haven't been on there for a while, but they basically give you a rundown of how well the cryptocurrencies are doing. They are bringing on more engineering talent to help it continue to capitalize on the crypto boom. The company basically announced that it's bringing on the engineering team from Memo AI. So an aqua hire, that's what they call an aqua hire. So whenever a company acquires um, another company's engineers, uh, sole, like mainly, and don't really care about the technology, um, it's called an aqua hire. Obviously acquiring and hiring at the same time, aqua hire. Memo AI is a two-year-old startup that built a Slack bot for helping technical teams manage notes and instructions. Hmm. I guess those are some pretty good engineers then. It didn't give a price to how much they acquired them for, but I'm sure it was a, you know, a few million or whatever. Moving on to IPOs, initial public offerings. So SurveyMonkey, I'm sure you guys know what SurveyMonkey is. They're the company that allows you to create surveys. They are planning to go public later this year. If you guys want to know more details, Recode has more on that. And Uber, 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 Uber. They are planning on an IPO in 2019. I don't know when in 2019, but it's for 2019. And then Armo Biosciences. They're a company based in Redwood City, and they are developing immunotherapy. And it plans to raise $100 million in an offering of 6.7 million shares, priced uh, $14 to $16 a piece. Jeffries, Learink Partners, and BMO Capital Partner Markets are joint bookrunners in the deal. And Armo plans to list on the NASDAQ as Armo. So moving on to random news. This is where I tell you all the cool random stuff going on. Starting with Amazon. Amazon looks to be taking on Wish, the, the app that basically gives you a ton of stuff for like under 10 bucks and ships it to your house and they're going to be taking on wish by having an under $10 section of products that ship for free so wish good luck taking on Amazon also with Amazon they're going to be increasing their monthly price for prime from 10.99 to 12.99 so not that much but still if you have millions and millions of people paying for that, just just a just a you know a two dollar increase will net you tens and tens of millions. Moving on to Apple, Apple is about to give the U.S. economy an early Christmas present in the form of three hundred and fifty billion dollars invested over a five-year period, and this Christmas present includes spending fifty-five billion this year. And adding two, uh, sorry, twenty thousand new jobs. Thank you, Apple. And to, you know, to put a cherry on top, they are planning on selecting one lucky U.S. city for their new campus this year. They will not, however, be having cities bid for them to set up shop like Amazon did. So Amazon is still actually they're still in the bidding process. Um, they've narrowed it down to I think only a few cities left. I'm not sure which which cities, but basically, so so I if if I was Amazon, I would, or if I had a company, I was you know gonna look for a new uh, 
a new city to to build a campus in, I would I would go with uh, with Amazon's approach to it because because what Amazon did was they basically said, okay, whichever city can give us the best deal, you know, in terms of uh, taxes and business incentives and you know all that stuff that would save Amazon, you know, millions and potentially billions of dollars. That's what I would do. I would say, okay, which city will give me the best deal? Right. Of course, Amazon has to take into consideration, you know, which city, you know, has, you know, enough people to work or, you know, working and transportation and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, super interesting. So Apple is just, I think they're just going to pick a city, whichever suits their, uh, their qualifications and then just build there with, of course, with the permission of the, the city. And then moving on to Facebook, they added a new member to its board of directors. And the new member is Ken Chenault, the CEO of American Express, who is set to re- retire from uh, his post at Amex in February. And that is the report on Silicon Valley in the past week. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you're listening on iTunes, write a review leave some stars and tell me what you think because I'm looking for some feedback here now of course you know I'm not going to take into consideration every single person's feedback but let me know what you think I want to make this the best experience for your ears your eardrums your tympanic membrane which is the technical term for your eardrum uh, as possible so thank you and stay tuned for episode 2 have a good one